Alex, have you have you ever wanted to be famous? This, this is a this is a question. I'm curious about everybody's answer to this. I'm gonna start asking people this. I want to know because I I feel like it's a much more common desire than most people think. Um, but maybe that's wrong. I don't know. As I've as I as I've gathered information through my time in society, um, it's it's been it's been it's a question on my mind. I want to ask people this, Alex. Have you ever, do you, or have you ever wanted to be famous? Has that ever been an active desire in your mind? Um, probably like once or twice. Maybe, maybe not like recognized on the street famous, but like, I'd like to have a decent following on the internet where I can interact with people who think I'm cool. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think... I think it's plain to see that I want to be famous, um, but it's more than just, like, the internet shit. Like, that's obviously kind of the new hotness and has been for a long time. But, like, for my whole life, it's kind of been there. Like, I think that's always been my dream to some extent is, like, being famous to some degree. Like, I think I think when I, when I was really young, I wanted to be a singer. Um, and then as I got into my later youth, it kind of shifted to being less just le- like a singer who like go th- just like sings songs and puts out albums and shit and more desiring to be like an actor perhaps um in musicals um or just acting in general and then i think as as i realized that that was an extremely unrealistic uh dream i kind of shifted over to internet fame uh which is also unrealistic but it's also completely luck based uh, so I, they could just fall in my lap someday. Uh, so I, I just, uh, I just live with that little, little desire as I try to improve my content to that end. Um, but it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of funny how it's always kind of been a fixture in my life. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just a narcissistic asshole, but I've always, uh, I've, my eyes have always been towards careers that would, uh, put me in the public spotlight as a famous figure. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Which is weird, because I'm kind of, like, introverted and awkward. So I don't know how I would feel if I was, like, in a place and, like, a bunch of people, like, like, like everybody there knew who I was and, like, was, like, super into me. Like, I feel like I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm so awkward. What do I, how do I conduct myself in this scenario? Uh, but it's still always been a, been something in the back of my mind. You know, maybe maybe I'll get there someday. Who knows? But it's just it's it's interesting because it's kind of like it's one of those primary American dreams. I'm always interested to hear about people's um, experiences and desires in that in in that vein. Because like people probably don't talk about it all the time because it's kind of embarrassing if you're like trying and failing to be famous. But it's just it's just interesting because like it's it's like there's different kinds of people. Like there are people who like super would rather die than be famous there are people who who are super super private and have no desire to do that sort of thing and i'm always interested to hear where where people fall in that spectrum so that's the that's the the experiment that i I was doing today and that's that's the that's the cold open folks that now it's time to, to get into the real thing uh welcome to detour head i'm alex here's riley what <laughs> There you go. That's what? the intro. We're here. Okay. Alex, how are you? Riley. Yeah? I 
this was on the fly while you were talking. Sure. But this could have also doubled as a cold open. I guess it's a hot open for the podcast. <laughs> this is the hot open, after yes. The, after the, this is the hot open. We did the cold open. Here's the hot open. Riley. Yeah. This 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 is related to the podcast. This is related to the Okay. Uh the, the, the that thing where your last word is cutting out is happening again. You might want to get closer to your mic. Uh motherfucking piece of shit. Can you hear me now? Uh right now, yeah. Got it. So 8 months ago? 8 months ago. Yeah. What? June July, August, September, October, November, December, January. Yeah, eight months ago. We recorded an episode called Biggest Demon Slayer in the Universe. Do you remember that one? All yeah. the way back of June, at the end of June 2023. I seem to remember that episode being a sort of uh, start of a paradigm shift that would uh, change the show forever. I don't know if I'm right about that. I think you are. So, way back when, you had you introduced me to a podcast called The Biggest Problem in the Universe. That's right. With a Maddox and Dick Masterson. I glommed on to this podcast and these personalities so hard, specifically Dick Masterson, so hard to where I have listened to nothing else other than all of Dick Masterson's podcast history. Minus the bonus episodes and stuff like that. So, Which, if, which if you don't know, folks, just for those of you who are not Dick Masterson fans and don't understand the scope of what Alex is describing, just to give you an idea of the scale. Um, the, well, the original, I was going to uh, get into that. I did the math. Oh, you I did, did the, the math, math. Here, buddy. Okay. Yes, I did ahead. the math. I had this all planned out while you were talking, which is why my responses were short. So I apologize. So there are uh I'm not including the two clip show episodes. So what is that? 106? 105 no, and 105. 105 yeah, and so there are 100 shows. So there's 105 episodes of the original biggest problem in the universe. Dick Masterson went on to go and do a show called The Dick Show, which there are currently 398 episodes of that. About, what, two years ago? Three? Yeah, I think it was 2021. Dick Masterson then rebooted The Biggest Problem in the Universe with a with a one Vito Giswaldi and that uh, that podcast is sitting at 228 yeah what? 228 128 128 yeah, I, I, I was about to say my god 128 episodes of that so you add it all up i might have gotten i'm i might so like plus or minus one or two but we're i'm sitting at an even 630 yeah 630 podcast episodes all right well then you you definitely heard all of the bonus episodes are biggest problem so that's 648 right there and then there's a smattering of Dick i have Show not as heard well. 
any of the. I'm saying just mainline. I'm talking old biggest mainline show. Oh shit! I forgot about that. How many are there? Eighteen. Okay, so that brings the total up to six forty-eight. Let's add a good twenty-five in there, just for some of the bonus episodes of the Dick Show that I watched. I'm sure I've watched way more than twenty-five, but I'm twenty-five seems like a good reasonable number. Have you still not checked out even one of the WATP crossovers? I have not, no. Bro. I have a lot of content that I have not been, that I've just, I've skipped because I was focused on the main shows themselves. Or these podcasts, man, high quality. Let's do 27 bonus episodes for the Diction. That sounds about right. That brings me to 607, hold on. Sorry, it brings man. me to I'm being I'm I'm pulling an aut- autism book, all right? I got I got to get my numbers out of here. So, that puts me at 675 podcast episodes, all ranging from 2 to 3 hours long. Riley, do you know how many days it's been since June 20th of 2023? Um hmm this was more of a rhetorical question. That's where you okay. ask, oh, oh, how okay. many? How, the, how many, Alex? A little less enthusiasm, please. How many? Uh, that would be 248 days. Wow. So. The way you set it up for a minute, about, I thought it was going to be like 107 days or like some weird significant number. No, no, it's two. It's almost two hundred fifty days. It took me two hundred fifty days to officially binge listen and binge listen and watch. I would like to say seventy five percent of Dick Masterson's content in terms of podcasting. I'm done. I've I've caught up and finished a hundred percent of what's available for free. Yes. My well, minus the bonus episodes for biggest problem. Uh, new biggest. Those problem, are not free. Those are on. Though yes, they are. They're on. They're on YouTube. They're not. No, those are just previews. If you look at the lengths on them, they're like five minutes. And look at the lengths. Those are those are just little preview advertisements. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought they were just. I thought someone was fucking up. I I pay for the biggest problem bonus episodes, and like, I'm not gonna be like. You need to give them the money right now. But I, I would recommend them. They're pretty good. Anyway, little autism moment. Uh, I have fully binged every all we gotta, of the we gotta do our big, Masterson's uh, free content. We gotta do our big retrospective for the Dickheads podcast. At some point soon. Or look yeah. back. Check us out on the Dickheads podcast where we no longer bring up Dick Masterson or any of the stuff going on that going on in that universe on this podcast, except for now. Yeah, well, the but, it's not back yet, so it's still fair game. Well, we have the one episode out where we covered. Yeah, uh, but that was Maddox's just like new video, newish, like fun, a fun little thing. It was new at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was new at the time. Well, I, I guess it is technically still new. Because he keeps re-uploading everything in segments now. 
It's so anyway, I don't, I don't want to get into that because that's that. that's leading down a detour that I don't want to take right now. So figured I'd update people on that, give a little insight on my autism and what I've been doing these past eight months. I did finish in under a year. I'm very surprised. I'm sure you're way more surprised than I am. Yeah, I still haven't finished in six, so... Anyway. Riley, what what have you been up to lately? Uh, Not really much. (laughs) Just kind of hanging around. I don't really do much of note (laughs) these days. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I mean, I posted this on Twitter, uh, but I had a, I had an, I had an altercation with my boss at work. She was not happy with me because uh, one of the like big boss uh, tech guys with the company came in, um, and the server rooms were in disarray. Um, and I guess he wasn't thrilled about that um, and told her that. Um, and she, she like yelled at me and, and then she was, and then she like, she tried to like fucking like leave me, leave me in ominous anticipation. Cause she's like, he's going to yell at you probably when he gets up here and like, you better be ready for that. And so she leaves my office and I'm sitting there in anticipation, like, oh, I'm about to get fucking reamed out by the big wig. Um, and then, <laughs> and then he comes up and he, he just starts like asking me about some of the stuff in my office and in the server rooms, and he was just like, "Hey, man, you gotta get organized around here. It's really nice to meet you. Let me know if you ever need anything." <laughs> the most pleasant man on the planet. After all that buildup that I was about to get absolutely destroyed by facts and logic by this man, he was just—he's just super cool. See, that's how my boss is over at my job. So. Literally, like, the first month, I want—I don't remember if it was early on when I first started or, like, later on in that first... I know it was the first month of when I started there. I'm new, I'm still learning people's names and everything, and I get a text from a number that I don't know that just says, see me in my office. That's oh. it. And I ask some of the other drivers, I go, whose number is this? And they go, oh, that's... And they say the boss's name, the president of the company, or the branch that we're at. And I go, wait, really? And they're like, uh, yeah, go go to his office now. I'm like, I'm, I'm, am I in, like, I don't, I don't think I did anything wrong. Like, I'm freaking the fuck out. Because I, yeah. I, I quit my other job. I just got this new one. I like it here. I don't want to quit. I don't want anything bad to happen. I'm still trying to make a good impression on people. You know? Like that first month jitters of like just trying to make a good impression on people. I walk in and he goes he goes, what size hoodie are you? And I'm like, uh, huh? He goes, he like snaps his fingers. He's like, Hoodie, what size? And I go, uh, large. And he goes, here's a large and extra large. Get out. Hands me two hoodies and I leave. <laughs> oh. Because I had just started, so I didn't have any hoodies. Or I only had one, so he was just giving me more because my one was dirty. That's it. Wow. 
How nice of him. Yeah. The dude's super chill. He shows up to one of my job sites at nine o'clock on Wednesdays every day. Or not every day, every week. And every time I see him, I I say good morning. He says good morning and that's it. But like, I'm on his good side. I just, I was freaking out because I've never dealt with this guy before. And then all of a sudden, I get a text from him saying, see me in my office now. Like, fuck that, dude. Come on. Don't be, don't be playing games like that. Don't be playing games with me like that. See me in my office. It's like if I text you, that's the equivalent of me texting you. We need to talk. Like you're going to get a DM. We need to talk period. And you're yeah. probably going to freak out about that all day. Yeah. Or maybe not freak out, but you're going to be like, what, what's, what's, what's going on? Like what, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I have thought about memeing you one of these days and go, Riley, you know what? I think it's time for me to take my uh, yearly six-month break from the internet. It's been too long. I missed a couple of years. I think I'm going to take a couple of years off. I'll see you in a couple of years, buddy. <laughs> been a good run. No, we're, no, you, you, we've, we've locked into a podcast that's weekly. I'm, I'm not going. You know, you'll, that. Leave, you'll leave and then you'll come back and you'll. Uh, make it a meme that we're never going to bring back Detour Head as long as we live. And then um, about a year And then like a few later, months later, be like, like, hey, you want to start this new show called, idea. like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's boy. Basic. Yeah. I'm I'm not leaving anytime soon. I like doing this podcast too. Oh, man. I, dude, I've been just like. I don't know if it's the new apartment. I finally have heat in this apartment. I know I said this last week, but um, did I say this last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said and this then, last week. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's been it's been one week of living in this apartment by myself, all alone. It is lonely. Uh, it's a weird feeling. So you know how. So with you, you stay with your mom. Yeah. Uh, even if your mom goes out of town for the weekend, you know there's always somebody who's going to come back. Yeah. Right? Sure. You know that feeling where, like, you have the house to yourself, but you know somebody's going to be home eventually? Yeah. I've had that feeling my entire life, and now that feeling is complete, is gone. And, like, I'll walk into this apartment, and every day I get that feeling of, I'm all alone here and nobody's going to bother. And it's weird. It's not a bad kind of weird, but it's like, it's just weird. It's definitely, it's weird. It's different where I know I'm going to be in this building, in this room. Nobody will bother me. Nobody's going to come by. Nobody's coming home. It's just me. And it's weird. It's really weird to have that feeling of, finality of no nobody nobody's gonna come around unless i ask them to it's like a weird power struggle between like having authority not not authority but like loneliness and like power i guess like if i i control this entire apartment this is my space i have the power to do whatever i want including putting a very stereotypical white girl saying in the bathroom do you know what that stereotypical white girl saying is, Riley? 
please regale me with your basic white girl affirmations. Uh, so I have like a kind of like a blue theme going on. I got different shades of blue, like the towels and like the shower curtain and stuff. Bluey. Uh, I found, I found Ooh. a three panel wood thing where it's like blue, lighter blue and white. I think. Do you know what those three panels say? What do they say? Live, laugh, love. <laughs> oh, God. It looks perfect for the bathroom. Fuck off. Oh, man. I'm going to come visit it you and I'm going to go... throw that shit away. I'm going to put it in the trash. <laughs> Good luck trying to find the trash. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> Well, because you've never thrown anything away, because you live in a trash pile. Ah, you... Fuck you. <laughs> you <laughs> dick. I'm just going to pour water all over the ground, and right when you walk in, you're just going to take your shoes off, and there's going to be just a wet pile right there, and you're just going to have wet socks for no. the entire time you're, you're here. Folks, That's how you, you should... make people leave. If you're out there and you haven't listened to the most recent episode of the Issue Crew podcast, you should do that because it stars the the same two people you're listening to right now, and it was it was quite a, a really quite good, a good episode. Show. I highly recommend that you go listen to it. Is that up yet? Uh no, but it will be by the time this is up. It goes up. Well, it will be in like five hours. Actually, it goes up midnight Saturday. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done memeing you. That's about it. Uh, new apartment's cool. Um, outside of like just what I was just talking about, um, I've been waking up super groggy every day. Like I'm not getting enough mm. sleep, but I know I am. Like this entire week has been like that. I, and the only thing that's changed is the bed I'm sleeping in and where I'm sleeping. Do you not like wake the up? Location? You don't just wake up groggy literally every day for your entire life, because I do. No, like I, there were days back at uh, Rachel's where I would wake up and I'd be like, "Oh, let's get the day moving." Now this entire week has just been like it's a struggle to get out of bed because I'm just so tired. But I'm going to bed at like eight thirty and waking up at like four thirty, so I'm getting plenty of sleep. Like I, I've, I've been trying. Like I don't know what's going on. I was told that if I drink before bed, I'm going to wake up tired. But that's not true, because I woke up tired this morning and I didn't have alcohol yesterday. You didn't have alcohol yesterday? How did you ever survive? I don't know. Do you drink daily See, now, we already started actually? the podcast. I have, like, a beer a day. Not I don't drink beers. religiously. Uh, no. I do okay. not. Um. It just, it hasn't been in the budget. I don't know. I haven't really bought alcohol in a while. Mom, when, when I, uh, when I moved into this apartment, mom and dad kind of stocked my fridge for me with like some things here and there and bought me a 12 pack of beer. So I've just been like one, one a day sometimes, but I don't have anything right now. I'm, I'm chilling. Does that do anything also, for you or is it just like, just for the taste? The taste? It's just a taste. It doesn't get me drunk or anything like that. One beer is literally just so I can taste beer. That's it. I don't like, understand I will, people like I, the it, taste it will of probably beer. Take, I drink like, beer to get drunk, but I it's gross. I've been drinking since I was like nineteen, twenty, 
19, 20 ish, probably like 19. When I was living at my parents, my, my parents told me if I want to drink, I can have, I can drink at home. That's how they, they were like, okay, you can have a beer here. You can have a beer there or whatever. So if I wanted to drink alcohol before I was 21, I had to drink what mom and dad had. So dad liked Labatt Blue Light, which is what I drink now. So it's, I guess I acquired a taste for it. It's not bad. I like it. I like the taste. I've always hated the taste of alcohol. There are definitely certain Um, beers that I don't like, though. And when I started drinking, quote-unquote, I was, like, 19 or 20 also. Um, And I have really only ever, like, drank a handful of times because I just hate the taste so bad. Like, beer, I think, is fucking god-awful disgusting. Uh, Any hard liquor is god-awful disgusting. Um, I I used to like Fireball, but now that is also disgusting to me. Um, I really like, uh, Smirnoff Green Apple, um, but it does not get me drunk at all. Uh, so it, it doesn't really work out for me. Um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I've, I've somehow gotten less tolerant to alcohol over time, cause, to the taste of alcohol over time. Cause like, I remember, I remember two 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 of my uh, most recent drinking sessions involved a four loco, uh, sour grape four loco, um, and the first well, see, time that was I, your problem is you you're not drinking correctly. What do you mean? Are you drinking to get drunk or just to drink alcohol for fun? I'm drinking to get drunk because alcohol is not fun to me except for what it does to you because it tastes terrible. See, that's the issue, buddy. You gotta grow up a little bit. Well, the, the I, can. I guess you're only twenty. My taste buds, so my taste sense. buds are what they are. It's, I drink it and it's fucking gross until, until I get drunk enough that it tastes like water, which is what happened the time I blacked out. Is I drank drinks that weren't disgusting until I was super smashed, um, and then I drank a bunch of light beers because they just tasted like water, um, and that's what got me to the point of blackout. See, I just drink because I like the taste. I don't get, I don't drink to get drunk anymore. I don't even know. I've yet to like find my correct ratio of drunk. Um, the, the there are like three big, big drinking nights I've had. Uh, one of them was a great time, uh, but I was also on several other uh, substances, uh, so I don't know what was responsible for what that night. Um, I did also smoke a lot of weed and had half a tab of acid that night. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know what was responsible for what feeling, how much the alcohol had to do with it. Um, and then there was the night uh, that I went out with uh, my friend um, and he got blackout drunk and I got like kind of drunk. Uh, and that was, that was a good night. Um, and then there was this most recent time that I blacked out where I just like got, got like a couple cans of like fruity ass alcohol, uh, shipped to me. Um, and I drank those and I got drunk. Um, but like, I'm so heavy weighted cause like I'll try to like drink and then like, I won't feel literally anything, even though I've had like a couple drinks cause like I'm 400 pounds. So it takes a bunch of alcohol to get me drunk. Um, so at this point I'm drunk and in my, 
in my uh, clouded, drunken judgment, I'm like, I'm not going to stay drunk if I don't do something to keep this going. This isn't enough, what I've done. Um, And what I remembered was we had had a roommate recently move out who left a case of white beer in the fridge. Um, And it had been, like, a while, so he was not coming back for it. Uh, So I was like, I'll drink, like, one or two of these. It's probably going to taste terrible. Um, And then the first one kind of tasted terrible um, to start, but then about halfway through, it kind of just started to be water. Um, And then I I took out that six-pack, and I blacked out and woke up in a different room and threw up hours later. See, what you got to do is you got to figure out how much alcohol it takes. Yeah, I have to find my perfect. I have to find my perfect ratio. And see, it's different for everybody, so I can't really recommend much. But like, like, I think the perfect thing is like maybe three, maybe four beers in and I can chill out and just like. It also depends on like how much you eat that day, too. Like, I don't eat that much because I'm a white girl. So white girls don't eat that much. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, it's like if you don't eat anything all day and you just start drinking, too keen on it. So like, but I don't know. I kind of want to go get one now. But I want to see like that one. What? I made a joke that we we Your talked appetite. over each other that you didn't get. Oh my bad. I didn't know you were making a joke. Uh, that was that we're doing now. We're turning this into a roast. I didn't know you were making a joke. I thought you were just commenting on something. So I talked over you. Okay. No, you said something about avocado toast, but yeah, I said if it's a yeah, I said if it's uh, if it's not avocado toast or dog cock, white girls would turn their nose up to it. Why? What? I don't get it. You don't know about white girls fuck dogs? The stereotype meme no that's a that is a common that is a common joke meme uh stereotype among among the community because often often when there are stories of sexual intercourse with dogs um usually the perpetrator is a white woman uh so there has become a stigma uh that white girls uh engage in sexual activity with dogs um, and it has be it has become a very common phrase on the internet to say white girls fuck dogs. So that is what I was referencing with that joke. I've never heard that before. That's wild that you've never heard that. Maybe white girls just don't know about it. I don't know. No, the what? Everybody except the white girls know about the white girls fucking dogs. Well, because we're not going around telling people that we fuck dogs. Yeah, That's yeah, not you're a, keeping it to yourself. That, exactly, that, exactly. Yeah, you do it, you don't tell anybody. That's the whole thing. It's not something you go and like spread around to Reddit and Discord and everything. Well, I guess Reddit and Discord is like the perfect Reddit. place to set Reddit. That I, 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 I fucked my dog, AMA. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> why you don't have? Is that why you don't have any dogs? Oh no! So you just don't. So you don't get tempted. <laughs> no, no, I'm more of a cat person. That makes sense. <laughs> no, that, that that was me trying to make a vague joke that didn't make any sense. I, 
No, I, I just don't have dogs because my mom doesn't want to deal with dogs. I I fucking love dogs. Dogs are much easier than cats, homie. No, they're not. Cats, the cats could exist without you if they needed to. Dogs cannot. Cats are much more independent. Okay, who cleans the litter box? Still you, but like a dog, you got to do. Oh, with okay. Who feeds them? Still who you. Feeds them? But listen. Oh, I'm oh. Say, I'm, okay. I'm not saying you oh. don't have to take care of a cat. I'm just saying they're slightly more independent. Dogs are like more needy. That's the whole point. That's why they're called man's best friend, retard. Yeah, I love dogs, but I don't think they're easier than cats. I think they're harder. They may perhaps the 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 return on it is better because dogs are more cuddly and fun than cats usually. Uh, but and affectionate and affectionate, yes. But they're also harder to handle. I don't think harder is the word you're looking for here. I feel like it is. They're just like more rambunctious and like up to shenanigans than cats. I think the word you're looking for. Is lazy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's still harder. The fact that you're not willing to do the Lazier. harder thing might be laziness, but it's harder. Lazy. Whatever. Fuck you. Aren't we supposed to be talking about YouTube or something? Out here talking about fucking. Oh, is that our topic for dogs? today? YouTube. Yeah. I just I figured. The topic of YouTube was going to be cursed forever if we just continued this conversation. Yeah, it's going to be fucking... Because that would be two episodes, that would be two full episodes where we're like, yeah, we're going to talk about YouTube, and then we go off on some random tangent and never talk about it Welcome at all. Welcome to the, the Detour Head dog sex episode. No. <laughs> we already did that. That was a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. My bad, my bad. Yeah, we talked about furries. <laughs> We can't. Why? Why? Fuck off. YouTube. YouTube. What do you want to talk about? YouTube. What about it? Well, I guess. Like. Who's your favorite YouTuber? Ooh. I don't know why I'm even thinking about this. Or I guess you could say it's who do you watch the most of? Those might be two separate questions, though. Maybe. Well, like. If we get rid, if we replace YouTuber with just YouTube channel, because one of them's a show, then maybe it's two separate answers. Because like, my favorite YouTuber is Monkey, Monkey Jones or Simeon Jimmy rather. Uh, Monkey Jones is banned from the platform. Of course, they're two separate beings. Uh, Simeon Jimmy. Um, but I feel like I watch probably if you added up the watch time, I've watched more of the biggest problem in the universe YouTube channel. Than either of well, the Simeon I Jimmy was assuming channels. that that would have been a given amongst both of us. Although Actually, I guess no. It's been several. Maybe not because watched... Biggest Problem hasn't been around as long as Simeon Jimmy or Simeon Jimmy's Treehouse. So maybe maybe it's actually both Simeon Jimmy. I would say, and I've only watched at most, and this might be like this is probably exaggerating. At, I've watched at most ten episodes of Biggest Problem on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I've been binge listened all the rest. I think I've watched. It's probably about half and half for me. I usually watch the video if I can, like, but 
the, really the only time that I listened to the audio version was at the very beginning. I think I started out doing that and I switched to YouTube. And the only time I would divert from YouTube was if I would fall behind. Uh, cause back before my most recent obsession, which I think was sparked by getting you into it. Now that I have a friend I can share this hyperfixation with, um, I've stopped falling off. Uh, but before I, there would be times where like times where I'd be listening and then there'd be times where I'd fall off for a while. Um, and I think usually when I was like catching up, when I had missed a bunch of episodes, I would listen to the audio versions. Um, but when I was caught up, I would usually watch the YouTube version. I think at this point, now that I'm on the weekly schedule of just waiting for the next episode to come out, I might just start, I might not actually listen to, listen to it. I might sit down and watch it now. Watch every episode at this point. Gotta see Dick and Just because it seems like it. That's great. But other than that, in terms of like YouTube, because that's going into the realm of like Patreon and stuff. In terms of yeah. YouTube alone, <coughs> excuse me. I think the I want to say the most watched YouTube channel is probably Markiplier. For honestly, that's your favorite YouTuber is Markiplier. Probably, yeah. Well, most watched, but probably favorite too. That's fair. I guess like I, he never really. Clicked. I want to say uh, really. No, I mean, I like him, but, like, he never really clicked as, like, a big thing. Like, I like him, I'm subscribed to him, I'll watch his videos every once in a while. I've seen I've seen his Let's Plays of the first four or five Nights of Freddy's games, um, and I've seen other videos here I've and there. I've been all of his FNAF videos twice. I was, uh, I was sporadically Maybe. into, I was sporadically into Unis Anis. Um, so... See, I got too? into Markiplier near the end of Unisanus, which really frustrates me to this day. Well, they're, all, all the episodes are up on archive.org, so if you really want to see them, you can. Doesn't matter. Doesn't We, we talked about this on this podcast before. Oh, did we? Yes, we have. We covered all of Unisanus and opinions. You said it's okay because it's already up there and you're not the one re-uploading it. And I said the whole premise of it is because they did all of these for 365 days for a full year and then deleted all of it. And that's the whole point is you're not supposed to watch any. No, I'm the, I'm the supervillain who wants to watch the world burn on that one because I've always been, I've always been a huge proponent against lost media. Uh, th this is something Jason often makes fun of me for. Um, cause I complained to him about some of the videos that he's deleted in the past. Um, but I'm really against like videos being lost to time. Like I want, I want all media that exists in this world to be preserved. So the whole concept of Unisonis was immediately averse to me. And even though I liked the channel a lot, all media? the content it was making, um, I, I you want all media. Okay, what's your fuck? What's the fucking dumbass fucking strongman argument you're about to throw at me, Alex? Let's hear it. Have you ever read a uh, book? Have you ever read a like a specific book? I've read. I think you know a what few I'm books. talking about. I think you know what book. What I'm talking. About. What are you talking about, Mein Kampf? 
Well, no, I was going to say my struggle, the English translation. Excuse you. Okay, okay. Yeah, that should be preserved. That should definitely be preserved. That's history. So, so you're for keeping the book around? Of course I am. <laughs> it's a fucking historical so, document. So you support so you support the book. I support the book's right to exist, sure. I I I would just like to say very smart wording. I can't I'm I'm going to drop this bit just because I'm very impressed with how you worded it. I was ho- wholly expecting you to say, yeah, and just flat out just yeah, and just fully endorse the book like that. Yeah, but you fucked. said the right the right to have it around or something. What, I don't know what you said. Yeah, that's the, the very right clever exist. wording, and I know you didn't do that on purpose. I kind of did it on purpose. Don't not give me any credit for my, for my uh, shit. Uh, but yeah, so I'm super against lost media. So the whole time with Unisonus, I was like, I know somebody's going to archive this and thank, thank the Lord for them. And sure enough, uh, the, the catalog of Unisonus is very easily viewable if you put any effort into looking for it. It's just the, pr- we talked, we talked about this already on this podcast. It's the I principle of the keep thing. Talking. I get it. Well, it was the, it was definitely a long ass fucking time ago. So I don't think it's that big of a deal that we're retreading it. Anyway. Other than Markiplier and his FNAF... Here's the bit. Instead of just, like, thinking of YouTubers to say, here's a bit you can do. Um, I found out that this was a thing on Twitter Um, very recently. I didn't know that this was a thing that the YouTube app had. If you go to your YouTube app on your phone and you go to subscriptions... On my phone? On my phone? Yeah, bitch. Uh, everybody's got a phone. Fucking white girl. I know you got your fucking phone over there. I go to the app store and download fucking YouTube now. You don't have the YouTube app on your phone? No, I don't have the YouTube app on my phone because Why? I don't watch ads. Jesus Christ. I don't support advertising. I have an ad blocker on Google. That blocks all ads from for everything. I watch my YouTube videos without ads. I don't think I've seen an ad on YouTube in six, seven years. All right, what am I doing? Go over to subscriptions. Go to subscriptions and then go to... Um, I think you have to go to all on the top. What, like videos all? No, no, no. There's like... There's like oh, okay, a, all subscription, all subscriptions, yes, and you switch it from whatever it's set to to sort it by to most relevant, and then you you could expose your your top ten most relevant YouTube subscriptions. It's top five. Into, it's, is that it, okay? Is it only giving you five? It gives me like a hundred. <laughs> no, it gives me all of my subscriptions, but I'll just I just want to say the top five. Why? Is there some juicy secrets in 6 through 10? No, because 6 through 10 I don't watch, and I haven't watched in, like, multiple years. I only follow, like... You don't watch that much YouTube, huh? Not not really, no. I'm not, like, religiously watching YouTube. I'll religiously follow, like, two Markiplier and Cold Ones. That's really all I use YouTube for. But, anyway... 
so you said most relevant top five? Yeah, well, I'm going to give my top ten, but you can go ahead and give your top five. Uh, cold Ones with uh, Max and Chad. Do you know who they are? Uh, the, you know I've, cold I've, ones? Never, I've, heard of the, I've heard of the show Cold Ones, but I didn't know who it was by, and I've never heard an episode. It's the people that used to run around with iDubs. I think I might have seen. I think I might have seen like a clip of Super Mega on there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Too Mad was on there too. Oof! Well, he's not going to be on anything anymore. Uh, so number one is Cold Ones. Playing Overwatch too. Number two is Biggest Problem in the Universe. Number three is Markiplier. Those are the big three. Those are like the main three that I follow. Uh, then Ricada Law, because I've been watching a few of his videos. And then, uh, do you want to take a random guess at what number five is? Maddox? Nope. Okay. I'm not subscribed to Maddox. Are you kidding me? I'm not subscribed to his Oh, shit. I'm subscribed to him with notifications on, baby. I gotta know. I gotta have the scoop. Yeah, that's what I have you for. I don't need to give him a boost in numbers. Fair enough, fair enough. Take another guess at who number five is. Fuck, I don't know. Bluey official? Nope. Me? Think real hard about this. Real hard. I don't know. What did you say? I said me. Yeah, it's the Riley and Friends channel. It's number five. Yo! Let's go. It's probably that high because I was I was re- I was uh watching some of the issue crew stuff, but Well, that doesn't make any sense because the issue crew has its own channel. Am I not subscribed to the issue crew then? I don't know. Am I exposing myself right now? I can tell you on the top 10. Honestly, I watch a shit ton of YouTube, so I could pro- probably, like, the first 50 of these are relevant to some degree. I watch a lot of people, uh, but the 10, the top 10, I think this is 10 on my screen, yep. Uh, for a number <laughs> from go- to go from bottom to top, uh, Jelly You is in 10. That's... Uh, that's a pretty stand-up gentleman. We like that guy. Uh, then it's uh, Spilling the Milk, uh, which is just some some like dumb streamers who react to TV shows and shit. It's it's mildly amusing. Um, the Issue Crew, because I'm narcissistic. Uh, Cow Live. I've listened to a few episodes of that show recently. Um, there there's an episode where uh, Ethan Ralph calls in and tears into Wings and Boogie. Um, and I think, I think some of the things he says to Boogie go a little too far. Um, but overall it was very funny <laughs> and a very good episode. Um, this is the yeah, Call Live. I've been listening to that a little bit. Uh, Maddox, cause I've been watching every fucking upload of that video. Cause I, cause he, he like sneaks in extended shit, but not all the time. So I'm just getting hoodwinked into watching it again. Uh, but I am doing that, so Maddox is on my most relevant subscription list. Uh, Woody's Gamertag, because that is the channel where, uh, PKA is uploaded, Painkiller Already podcast. Um, I'm, uh, I'm an enjoyer of that. Uh, 
especially and really only when guests I enjoy come on. Uh, but it's a it's a good good program. Uh, and then Simi and Jimmy, Simi and Jimmy Treat, Simi and Jimmy's Treehouse, which is his podcast channel. Uh, the biggest problem in the universe, and at the top is big guy, little guy, because I'm narcissistic. <laughs> it's the top ten. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting that uh, you're missing a uh, a YouTube channel. Uh, Kolochu is further down. It's on this list, but uh, a bit farther down. Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll list all the channels until we get to Kolochu. Let's see who else outranks you. Uh, the Ink Tank. Uh, which is a channel that does uh, uh, this uh, this crossover fan fiction uh, Ben Ten Danny Phantom series. It's been in development for a really long time. It started as a comic book. Now they're doing like a kind of comic dub, but with some animation. It's it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, good. I would recommend. I believe it's called uh, Five Years Later Five YL. It's on the Ink Tank YouTube channel. I would recommend that anyway. Uh, Alyssa Clips, which is just some like Kiwi Farms person who posts clips of Nick Ricada, uh, and I watched some of those recently, which is why they're so high up. Uh, Smosh, shout out to my boys Smosh, got their channel back, we love that. Uh, Team Four Star, Game Grumps, Wang, Vito, Rhett and Link, Pichow, Power Rangers Official, Maddox Again, which I think is the best debate in the universe channel. <laughs> uh, Diesel Patches, uh, which I don't even know who the fuck that is. Uh, the game theorist. I've, I've, I've heard enough. I think we're done. I think. We're well, done. Oh, 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 Alex, you stopped me just before because right after quote is in fact Polo Chew. The shame that you're not watching my videos. I know, I know. But hey, you're higher than uh, Oni plays. That's something. You're yeah, but you know than, who uh, is higher than me. You who? know who's higher than me though. Maddox twice. Someone you don't even know who it is. Oh, that's true. You piece of fucking shit. That's just a, ra- a random one-off, though. Like, I don't know. Maybe I, like, watched a couple of this person's videos and I didn't realize it. I'll just stop doing YouTube. Oh, no. When my best friend doesn't even... doesn't even support me. Do you watch my videos? Of course I do. Okay. Sure. Well, now I do. <laughs> you bitch. Trying to fucking front over here. Like you cool or some shit. I mean, you, you haven't been posting... Wasn't the last video you uploaded you're addressing your past video? Yeah, but you can watch, like, The Issue Crew. Or, like, Big Guy Little Guy. Big Guy Little Guy puts out five videos a week. That, that's where my real YouTube presence is now. On my main channel, I've just been doing live streams every, like, week and a half. The, the real video, uh, the, the real video, uh, load is coming from the big guy, little guy channel. And we've been, we've been rocking it out over there, having a good time. I've put out more on my main channel than you have this past year, by the way. Yeah, probably. I mean, I've got weekly uploads right now. I'm so proud of you. Good job. From like four months ago, but <clears throat> yeah, they're technically still weekly uploads. I can I make a video? I can't believe you don't watch my channel. 
Some of these are good videos and you just don't watch man, them. I don't watch shit that's yours. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I was trying to think of like an excuse of some you sort. But the I... battles with me, the Pokemon battles with me and Penguin are good. Especially when Penguin calls me a whore. But you wouldn't know about that, would you? Maybe I'll watch them. I don't... Man. Fuck you. Stop trying to make you feel like an asshole, you asshole. You're just as culpable as I am. I've probably watched more Colo Chew videos than you have Riley videos. That's fair, but I've watched more Riley videos recently than you have Colo Chew oh, videos. So, so, so that's just what, what matters right do, now. It's just what have you done for me lately? Got it, got it. <laughs> Every week, I'm just going to keep no, no insteading you now. Yeah, I called you out for it, so now out of spite, you're just gonna keep hitting me with it. Anyway. I'll have to fire you like I did Crow Royalty. You can't fire me for my own podcast. <laughs> mm, I don't know. You might have the YouTube channel, but I've got the feed. We're gonna start dueling Detour heads. I'll just wait till Issue Crew... Something happens to either Issue Crew, Big Guy, Little Guy, one of your other podcasts. And then just start your own? No, I'll just name it Big Detour, Little Detour, or Detour Crew, or just something, some ripoff of it. I just <laughs> snatch up Penguin, and we'll just do it. It'll be like Penguin, Penguin Cola are bored. <laughs> I feel like if you ever slighted me, Enough to make me get Penguin to record like an hour or two of Penguin Colo are bored. I feel like that would snap you out of it. That would uh, that would snap my neck as I fell from the ceiling fan with the noose around it. Would the ceiling fan fall? Um, yes. Haha. <laughs> Funny fact. <laughs> anyway, I'm done ripping on you. I I don't care. I've told everybody. I'll. Go subscribe to the Colochu YouTube channel. You are not required to watch any of my videos. That has always been my stance on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, the thing about YouTube is, like, it's such it's such a revolutionary platform, and it's so, like, centralizing to the internet. As, uh, I think maybe that's become a little bit less the case, which I like, um, but it's still overall the case, where... YouTube was this thing that came in and it completely revolutionized just, like, how we consume entertainment. Um, like, it started as just some dumb, like, website that a bunch of, like, fucking frat boys programmed or whatever. Whoever the fuck made YouTube and uh, uploaded a video of him at the zoo talking about elephants' dicks or whatever. Uh, that was the first ever YouTube video. Um, and it just from there, it became, like, this cultural phenomenon and that's been interesting but it's also been as as it's gone mainstream it's also gone uh shitty and corporate um and just especially now just the moderation decisions are just fucking reprehensible i would say people are people are losing their channels getting banned like obviously the dick show got banned uh last year this has been a problem for a while because you know my, the the famous banning of monkey jones in 2018 uh, you know, so, so many, so many bands very recently, uh, pot awful, uh, which feel, feel how you want about the guy. 
Uh, I know, like, oh, he was friends with Maddox, <laughs> whatever. Um, I think I, I think he puts a good show together. Um, I think he could stand to find better targets than Dick Masterson. Um, but, you know, he's not his only target, so I can just ignore those episodes. And I think overall, Pot Awful is a good show. Um, and I found it really unfortunate that uh, he got he's gotten terminated on YouTube uh, three times now. The first time was particularly uh, heart wrenching because um, he had been doing his show since fucking like 2009. And he had been on YouTube that entire time. Like, there was, like, over a decade of shows on that channel that just, like, got wiped out. He he had, like, backups, thankfully. Like, I think he's built a... I don't know if he has everything, but he's built a pretty robust archive on his on his little uh, fundraising website, the Pizza Fund, uh, that he has because he's banned from all the other fundraising websites, uh, as is the case for all the, all the edgy creators out there. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, his, his first channel got banned and that sucked because he lost like 10 years of shows that were just up in public that whole time. And they were just like gone all of a sudden and it was a whole big shift. And then he made, he made a second channel that was around for a while. Then that got terminated, uh, which sucked. And then he's had this third channel for a long while. I think, I think he's had it for at least a year, although my perception of time is warped. So maybe I'm wrong, but I think he's had it for at least a year. Um, and it recently got terminated. I think it was, uh, the reason he was given was it was spam. Um, and his channel was just terminated. Although, um, I was going to bring this up earlier because of something interesting. Um, take this with, um, probably an entire salt shaker. Um, because, um, I feel like Jesse just straight up lies a lot. Um, <laughs> as part of, just to be funny, which usually it is. Um, but sometimes he's not lying, and I found it interesting. He 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 put out this vague tweet um, that is perhaps teasing a future uh, Pot Awful episode, um, saying that uh, Team YouTube got back to him about his YouTube termination because he put in his, an appeal, um, and he claims that uh, uh, the answer he got back um, has some has some pretty frightening implications and might endanger. Uh, many YouTube channels, particularly those with Patreons. So if what Jesse's saying is true, perhaps there might be some YouTube policy coming down the pipe against outside fundraising. Just to entertain that as if Jesse's not bullshitting for a minute. What do you think the, the reaction would be if YouTube did that? If YouTube said, like, hey, you can't Rumble's going to make Patreon. a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think Honestly, that would be like, a really stupid decision on their part, and I can guarantee, like, I don't want to say I can guarantee you, but, like, YouTube will lose so many content creators if they say you can't have outsource funding. Especially someone as big as Patreon. If, they, if YouTube says, if you have a Patreon, it, you can't upload anymore and we're taking your channel down, no, YouTube's gonna die. Yeah, I feel like it has to be bullshit because it's so, like, yeah, it would be ludicrous. Like, but at the same time, YouTube has made a lot of ludicrous decisions. And I can, if I can logic it in my head how it would benefit them, then it's possible they would do it. Um, and the logic, the weird logic I can see in my head is maybe what they're looking at is like, hey, you know, this shit, I've lost my train of thought. What was I saying? YouTube and Patreon? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, like I could see them being like, okay. So we want people to take advantage of the YouTube membership system. So we're going to be like, hey, you got to use this if you want to be raising funds from your fans. Like I can see them being like made them like you got to do our thing if you want to if you want to if you want to do that. Yeah, but at the same time, YouTube makes it virtually impossible to make money off of for anybody well, just starting off. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, this would yeah it would absolutely fucking murder. You have small to get creators. a thousand subscribers and upload a specific amount of content. That's bullshit. It would completely destroy small just creators. Revenue alone. It would completely destroy small creators. And again, if uh, assuming Jesse's not bullshitting, um, the only way I could see it circumventing that is if it only affected partners. He was definitely not a partner. So if if his reporting is correct and it and it had. He had a termination related to it, but it's not just partners, which would, yeah, that would definitely, like, a, a whole bunch of small creators would be fucked. Small creators who, like, get by on, like, squalored existences on their, like, $800 a month Patreons. And they're not even, like, a partner on YouTube yet because they don't have fucking a million minutes watch time or whatever the fuck. I just hate to see people lose their fucking channels. It's just... It's so sad that we can't just, like, have speech. It's just uh, the, the state of the world that we live in and all the all the big multimedia companies that rule it, such as Google and YouTube. It's just uh just Google is YouTube. Yeah. YouTube is Google. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Indeed. Indubitably. <laughs> What, uh, were there any creators that you were super into, uh, perhaps growing up, that you maybe aren't super into anymore, and you hadn't bring up, brought up before? Um, do-do-do. I was super into iDubs. Yeah? Way back when. But he's a piece of shit now, so I don't really watch his stuff anymore. Um, I was really into, uh, Sky Does Minecraft. And like a few other Minecrafters that I can't remember their names. And TDM. But I was really into iDubs and then yeah, iDubs and Sky does Minecraft. Sky does Minecraft he changed his channel to Sky Does Everything. Has he uploaded any? He hasn't uploaded in a couple months, but he came back. Yeah. Which was really nice. Because I know he kind of abandoned YouTube for like Four years. <laughs> yeah. I was really into, uh, I'm trying to think of who I was into when I was like really young. Cause most of them are still somewhat relevant today, or at least were semi recent. Like the, the one I can think of that I haven't like watched earnestly in the longest was, uh, is, uh, funnily enough, Chugga Conroy. <laughs> Uh, cause he got up on to some, uh, wacky shenanigans, uh, this year, or rather 15 years ago that he just got caught on. Um, and turns out he's not too great of a guy. Uh, and I definitely used to watch him when I was like 15 or whatever. Um, I tried to get back to him, into him a couple times recently, uh, prior to the events. Um, and, there was that, the night I blacked out, actually, what I blacked out to was the first episode of his Black and White 2 Let's Play. 
because that had just started coming out and I was going to watch it like live as it was coming out. And then I gave up on that when I blacked out on alcohol halfway through the first episode. Uh, but yeah, there was him. I'm trying to remember some of the, some of the, like, I guess like annoying orange. I'm definitely not into anymore and was when I was like 10. I definitely watched a lot of annoying orange in my day. I, I guess, didn't like, watch I, that much annoying orange. I'm, I can't remember, like, the big YouTube... Because I'm not subscribed to them at all. I'm probably still subscribed to a lot of them. Uh, there was a... I remember there's this sketch channel that I believe still uploads to this day. I've, like, looked recently, and it seems like they had somewhat recent uploads. Um, it's a, ske- a dumb little sketch channel that I don't think has a lot of subscribers called a Dare to be Stupid Show. Um, and it was, it's just like a bunch of d- like dumb pop culture sketches. Like they have a bunch of like shitty costumes. Um, they did a lot of Power Rangers based, uh, videos, which is how I got into them. Um, and also like, also like Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees, which I was also into when I was young. I, I, I still am to an extent, but like I had a weird hyperfixation about those movies when I was young. Um, so that, that was a channel that was a fixture in my early, uh, Here's here's a fun one. Uh there is a there there's a piece of Dragon Ball media that is special to my heart that nobody else remembers cuz it's not official or was even popular at all. Um at least I don't think it was very popular. Um well, it must have been cuz I think there's been like reuploads and stuff. It, it had to have been at least reasonably popular. I don't remember how many subscribers the guy had cuz his YouTube channel has long been terminated uh cuz of a copyright issue. Um, with the music he was using, uh, but um, it was one of, one of the many in- incarnations of the fan-made uh, fake Dragon Ball series entitled Dragon Ball AF um, that several people have turned into a reality in some way, shape, or form in some sort of fan project. Um, and the version that I was exposed to as a kid um, was this YouTube series by this guy by the name of Blaze Jakar. Um, where he made a sprite-based animated series that was a sequel to Dragon Ball GT called Dragon Ball AF. It was a Dragon Ball AF thing. Uh, and it was just like, all the animations were like sprites, like in a like video game. Um, and all the dialogue was in text on the screen rather than with voice acting. Um, and it was overall very, like, very early 2010s internet sort of fair. Um, but this was like, this was canon to me when I was young. I was super into this shit, um, which now I've looked back on it and I've rewatched it. It holds up a little bit to an extent, uh, but the plot makes no fucking sense. <laughs> there, there's no justifying its existence in Dragon Ball, in Dragon Ball canon. Um, it's it, it, it just, there's so many holes that it makes absolutely no fucking sense in the world. Uh, but it's cool. It's fun. I liked it a lot. I want to say, do you remember what your, I'll, I guess I'll start this off cause you were talking. Yeah. You were just talking. Uh, do you remember what your first interaction with YouTube was? Because I, my first interaction with YouTube was uh I want to say oh what was the song fuck it's a lonely island song do you know who the lonely island is 
I'm I'm vaguely familiar. I think I've heard a couple of their songs and I know of them. Uh, Dick in a Box is one of them. I'm, I've heard of Dick in the Box. <laughs> I don't think I've heard it. They did uh they did the I'm on a boat song, didn't they? Lonely Island. There's that. Yeah. What was the Michael Bolton one? Jack Sparrow. That was probably one of the first YouTube channel YouTube videos I, I remember watching. They did uh I just had sex. I've heard that one. Those are really the only two I've, I can think of that I've just had sex and the I'm on a boat. Jack Sparrow with uh Michael Bolton was really good. I think that was honestly my first interaction with like online videos. But That's outside of that, there was really it's just I want to say it was just a lot of just Minecraft videos because I was super into Minecraft when I was younger. So I'd watch people building things and stuff and try and copy them like step by step. I think the the general progression, I don't remember exactly like what came first, but like I think my most early interactions with YouTube were like anime watched and because like back in the day youtube's copyright system uh was pretty shoddy so people would get away with uploading a lot more shit than they do now although people get away with a lot of oh, shit like even amvs now. and stuff like that not amvs just like straight up full episodes split into like 12 seven minute uploads that you would watch in a string um and uh i, I did that a lot uh, when i was young i actually uh I ran my grandfather's cell phone bill through the roof because I didn't know how that worked. Um, and I was just like watching YouTube on his mobile data on his like fucking AT&T flip phone in 2010. Um, and <laughs> his data charge was like big. And it was it was uh, I got in trouble for that one. It was a sticky situation. Uh, but that I remember that was on the back of watching fucking Naruto <laughs> on his fucking AT&T flip phone. Uh and also, like, just walkthroughs for Pokemon, because I would get stuck on, like, the puzzles and stuff. And from looking for walkthroughs for the puzzles and stuff, I would find, like, people who would do commentary, and I'd be like, whoa, this guy's being funny and silly while he plays Pokemon. And from there, I discovered, like, Let's Plays, and then my 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 enjoyment of YouTube evolved naturally from there. I've never really been super attached to YouTube. YouTube has always just been, like, the fall, the fall guy. I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, I, I follow Markiplier, Cold Ones. Uh, there's a couple uh, Poketubers that I follow, too. Not, like, religiously as much as the other ones, but um, it's just something where I'm like, if I'm in between shows, I'll just go back to YouTube until I find something else, or I'll get, like, a hyperfixation. Like, I want to say, before binging all of the dick show and everything like that i had a hyper fixation on uh five nights at freddy's so i went to markiplier's channel and like binged every every five nights at freddy's video that he made yeah which he's got uh, more out i think he's got uh five nights at freddy's help wanted two out right now that i have to go watch but mm. but like i'll fall into these like little traps of hyper fixation uh, Markiplier did a I want to say it's like 24 hours maybe or even more of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 like full full unedited like I want to yeah. say they like each there were like 8 episodes of like 3 to 5 hours each and I binged all of that and it took me like 2 weeks 
Do you but, remember? Uh, do you remember how you discovered Markiplier? Do you remember your first Markiplier video? Uh, it was probably one of the Unisonis videos, honestly. That's fair. I think that was my. That, that's to the, that seems wild. That seems when so I wild was growing up. If you what if you were into Markiplier, you were like this weird ass kid. Like, what was everybody else like into? The, like the normal people didn't. Huh? What was everybody else into? Like fucking PewDiePie. No YouTube. We didn't talk about YouTube. Was just weird. Then. Okay. No, YouTube wasn't weird. Like you'll watch like funny videos on YouTube and stuff, but it was like. I want to say YouTube when I was growing up is like what TikTok is for kids now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you're not constantly talking about, oh, here's this TikToker that you should go follow. It's, oh, hey, I found this funny video and you send it to your friend. That's what YouTube used to be was, hey, we found this video. Check this out. Not, yeah, oh, yeah, go yeah, follow yeah. this channel or this dude is really good. Go follow this guy. It's just, hey, I found a video. Check it out. That's it. That was it. Was the video sharing platform? Have you That's ever had it. a YouTuber you like suddenly disappear? Sky does Minecraft. Honestly, oh, yeah, I guess he that's stopped fair. doing shit for like multiple years. There was a there was like a Poketuber. I don't know what the drama was, but there was a PokeTuber called uh, Aluroy, um, and I was super into his stuff. Um, and then he just stopped uploading for like years and years and years, and like. Nobody really knew what happened to him. There was this rumor, like, I think he had gotten doxxed, and, like, there was an arrest report with his name on it, so, like, there was a rumor that he got arrested. Not for anything, like, super bad, just, like, he got, like, a DUI or, like, something something that wasn't, like, terrible. Like, didn't make him some irredeemable guy. Um, But, like, nobody really knew what happened. Like, maybe he had gotten arrested. Maybe that was him. Um, He came back... He came back a few years ago for a little bit and then disappeared again forever. Um, cause I think it was just like, he kind of, people were bothering him enough for 10 years that he was like, I'll come back. And then he was like, you know, maybe I don't want to play Pokemon on the internet anymore. Actually, maybe I'm just an adult man. I'm going to move on with my life. So I guess that's what he did. I will say, I think the most frustrating thing is I, it's understandable for YouTubers to just kind of stop abruptly. And like, I know that that's frustrating, but like that's probably the best way to get over them not doing YouTube anymore. Yeah. It's just for them to just straight up stop and like a year will go by nothing, two years, three years. And you just, you lose hope, but it's not like it's upsetting. But after a while you kind of just go, eh, whatever. They it's probably always such a, such a weird them. ride to follow YouTubers who like, they're not dead and you know, they're <clears> not dead. <throat> But they upload so infrequently that you always have to wonder because it takes that long. That's what happened with iDubs. iDubs, that's fair. Um, That's what happened with me with uh, JonTron. I used to be a huge JonTron guy. And there were were periods where JonTron wouldn't upload for like a year and a half at a time. And like everybody's like, where did he go? Uh, There was a point where his subreddit was... Uh, taken over by Scott the Waz's fans. Instead, they turned the JonTron subreddit into a Scott the Waz subreddit because JonTron didn't upload for a year and a half. Uh, but what happened with iDubs? So that's what happened with um. So what happened with iDubs? Like 
if you know who iDubs is, you probably know the controversy and why people don't really like him anymore. He's more yeah, active on he, Twitch than YouTube nowadays. Yeah, he kicked. But uh, what happened Sam with him originally? Out of the thing, creator clash. Yeah, but um, what happened with him originally that made people not really like him? This was like even before. Like his girlfriend had an old OnlyFans and everything like that. This was years before that. Uh, he used to upload like every week, and then suddenly it was like every month, and then every three months, and then every six months, and then there was only one upload a year. And it was like, it was slowly less and less and less to where you could see he was stopping doing it. And then, like, it was so frustrating to watch him just slowly stop uploading rather than just abruptly stop. I really think if you don't want to do YouTube, then just stop doing YouTube if you don't want to do it. Don't, like, go... I And I know I'm, I'm one of these people who will have infrequent uploads. So I, I realize I'm not taking my own advice, but, like, it's easier on the fans to just stop uploading than to just, like... Once a day, once a week, once a month, once every three, six, twelve, every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's just, that's what happened with him. And that's what, that's like my biggest frustration with a single YouTuber. Like Markiplier will disappear for like five months and then he'll do daily uploads for a couple months later. And it's like, oh, that's not that bad. And like... He's also, like, iDubs never said, hey, this is what's going on. It was just, you knew nothing of what was going on. Markiplier will come out and be like, hey, uh, here's a three scary games video, but uh, real quick, this is what's been going on. I've been working on a couple projects and stuff like this, blah, blah, blah. Lately, he's been making a movie for Iron Lung. And, like, he's very transparent about everything he does on the internet. And that's nice. Like, he could disappear for six months and then come back and be like, so, there's a project that I'm working on. Here's the project. Here's a trailer for the project. I'm going to go back to weekly uh, or daily or weekly uploads after things wrap up with this. Like, he's very transparent, which is great about what YouTubers should do. Like, you don't have to go and say, you don't have to go and say your entire life, but like, if you're going to be a, if you have weekly uploads or even daily uploads for a while and then all of a sudden you're you have to take a break just come out and be like yeah I'm working on a couple projects they're going to or work is getting in the way blah 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 you could be very vague but I think you owe it to the fans to at least say something and not yeah, do what iDubs did and just drop off the face of the earth uh, real quick, I wanted to answer uh, my version of a question posited to you, because um, I asked you how you discovered Markiplier, so I want to talk about how I discovered my favorite YouTuber. I figured that might be interesting, and like how I discovered a bunch of other creators from there, how it was a, 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 a descending tree that led me into the whole universe that I'm engrossed in now. Um, it was... It wasn't too long before his original channel got terminated. I think it was like he got terminated in December of 2018. I'm pretty sure I discovered his channel in like October of 2018, maybe September or maybe even August, but like around that area. 
Um, and I think the first time I discovered him was, uh, so I will often go down like internet, like research rabbit holes about shit. Sometimes it'll be like a TV show I've never watched in my life. And I'll read like the whole Wikipedia article or like, sometimes it'll be like fucked up and I'll hear about like a murder case. And I'm like, what's going on with that? And I want to look deeper into that. And one of those cases I looked into was the case of Elliot Roger. I don't know if you're familiar with this case, Alex. I am not. Uh, so, I'm not surprised. They've definitely talked about it on the Dick Show, but maybe not enough for you to retain it. Uh, but uh, Elliot I have Roger, listened to a lot of the Dick Show. Yeah, it's fair. So Elliot Roger was this guy um, in Isla Vista, California, who uh, was very mentally ill. Um, and he was very upset. He was, he was a classic incel. He was extremely upset that he was not having any sexual intercourse with women. Um, and he was falsely under the impression that women will just like come up to you. Like he didn't understand how women worked. And just like he was expecting at one point, a woman was just going to come up to him and offer him like her, offer him sex or whatever. And the fact that that wasn't happening was really fucking with this man's weirdo brain. Um, so he planned his, the day of retribution, um, where he was just gonna, he was going to go to a college sorority and just like shoot up a bunch of women. And then like, he had this like big grandiose plan where he was going to like go around killing people in the town and like collect heads and then like dump the heads on the ground. Like when the cops caught up with him as some sort of like display of godsmanship like he had this whole fucking thing planned out and we know about all this psychosis because he wrote a manifesto that is viewable publicly um and uh what he did instead was he killed his roommates and like two other people on the sidewalk um and then he went to the sorority house and the door was locked and he knocked and nobody let him in so he didn't go to the sorority house he didn't think to maybe shoot the lock or shoot the wood. Not that I'm not that I'm not happy that he didn't kill more people than he did. Um, but the fact that he went to the sorority house and just knocked and nobody answered and that was the end of that. I feel like there were ways you could have got in. Uh, but I mean, he was being respectful to women, though. That's fair. Very respectful to women. If they let if they let him in, he would have slaughtered them all. But like, if they're not going to let him in, you know, he's he's not going to be rude. Exactly. So that's the story of. You don't want to enter Roger. a house without being invited in. That's the story of Elliot Roger. Like he, wants commit, he wanted to commit some big historic massacre to prove his godsmanship. He instead he killed like four people, and then he killed himself when the cops cops caught up with him. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Elliot Roger didn't Monkey Jones make fun like read his manifesto? Wow, it's almost like my favorite YouTuber is Monkey Jones, and I was about to get into something related to that. As how I discovered Monkey Jones. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, I do remember this then. Uh, yeah, so that was... Uh, Monkey's... Uh, one of his big breaks was his coverage of the Elliot Roger case. And I believe the first time I discovered Monkey was just one of my usual research rabbit holes. Because I had heard about the Elliot Roger case. Because um, I think I watched like a, a top 10 YouTubers who have murdered people video. Um, and so, uh, cause Elliot Roger had a YouTube channel also, uh, it's not up anymore, uh, but it was up for several years after the crimes, funnily enough. Uh, but anyway, I don't know why I'm getting so like out of breath today. 
Hawking is very hard. I get I it. Know. Uh, but I discovered the video. I discovered this video called Elliot Roger versus the Lottery, um, which is a video by Monkey Jones in which he describes um, this part of Elliot Roger's life where he became obsessed with the lottery um, because he read The Secret and thought that if he manifested lottery winning, he would win the lottery. Um, so he just like bought a shit ton of lottery tickets all the time for a while, trying to get rich off of the lottery. Um, and it was just this very funny satirical video where he bullied Elliot Roger for wasting a bunch of money on the lottery and being so confident that he was going to win and failing. So uh, I was like, this is funny. So I'd subscribe to the guy. I watched a few of his other videos. Uh, I discovered his old, uh, his old flagship YouTube series, Monkey's Anime Reviews, um, which was a anime review show, but not really. Like most of it was ironic. Like, if it was about a real anime, he would be covering it in an ironic way, and sometimes it would be not an anime at all. Um, like, I think he did an anime review on, like, Two Broke Girls, the sitcom. He did an anime review on, like, a Scooby-Doo movie. So, so it's, like, a whole, like, goofy, like, anime review series, but it's, like, fake and stupid. <laughs> uh, like, he reviewed a guy once. <laughs> <laughs> was it, it was one of his anime reviews was of a guy uh it's pretty uh pretty wacky stuff um and i discovered him through that elliot roger video and how i discovered one of my other favorite youtubers probably second place um although i really like this person as a podcaster more than a youtuber i'm not like i don't watch all of their youtube videos especially on their main channel i watch like their let's play side stuff a lot too though um trixie uh trixie the golden witch um, it's funny how I discovered her, because it's kind of like a funny backwards situation where the reason I discovered her and like her old uh, group of friends um, is be it was from a video Monkey uploaded called Why I Was Kicked from the Procrastinators Podcast, in which he very sadly and solemnly delivered the news um, that his friends had betrayed him and he had been kicked off of the Procrastinators Podcast. Um, and what I took from that is, oh, that's unfortunate that that happened, but I, I didn't even know this guy had a podcast and I had just gotten into like blast burn radio and stuff. I was, I was just in my infancy of getting into podcasts. I was like, Hey, I like this guy. And he, I guess he's not on it anymore, but he used to be on this podcast. So let's check it out. Let's check out an episode he was on and see, see what it's all about. Um, and I did, and I fell in love with everybody else. Um, even though I felt bad for what happened to Mumpkey. Honestly, that was just like an immature, like 20-somethings, <laughs> weird, weird antisocial 20-somethings doing a podcast together, getting into a weird spout, because of course they did. Um, and I think they, I think they were all kind of in the wrong to an extent, including Monkey. Um, so I think, it, I think that's kind of a water under the bridge situation. It's not, it's not as big a drama as like a Dicker Maddox, where you're kind of weird if you don't choose a side. I think you can kind of just be like, everyone sucks here and move on. Um, but, yeah, I discovered Trixie because Monkey got kicked off of her show, and I was like, oh, damn, that sucks. Well, let's let's see what's going on there, though. Um, and I, I quickly fell in love with the Procrastinators podcast. It is now one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Uh, but um, And then it just from there, I discovered so many more important people in my life. That's how I discovered Dick Masterson, ultimately. Because uh, Monkey, uh, Monkey Jones had a show with Asterios. Mysterious Coconuts called Boomer vs. Zoomer. 
Dick was on there. That's how I discovered the Dick show. And then Biggest Problem. And it's all all history from there. And now, like, every create, almost, <laughs> not every creator, but probably a solid half of the creators I actively follow are, like, Dick Show or Monkey Jones adjacent. Okay, okay. That makes sense for you. What do you, why did you say it like that? Sounds like, sounds pointed. I was agreeing. I'm okay. not disappointed. Why would I be disappointed? No, 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 I said pointed. You're like, yeah, that makes sense for you. That sounded like you were putting some stank on it. Like you were judging no, me. No, I said that makes sense for you. Okay. It was more okay. positive. It, it came off as positive. Okay. I said it with a positive attitude, which makes it positive. That's how I think. That's how inflections <laughs> in your voice works. Got it, got it. I didn't realize. I was that. that yeah. Okay, autism is a bitch. I get it. I, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, true, real. I never even mentioned the Game Grumps. I love the Game Grumps. I would like to say we did break, we did fully break an hour. We're an hour and a half in, by the way, because I know did. our past, a past few, the last few episodes have just been pat, just barely past an hour. So we are an hour and a half. In. I do want to say real quick, I'm going to go on one last little autistic rant, and then we can cut it if you want. Uh, but uh, not not like cut it out, but like cut the episode. You know what I mean. I don't know why I specified that. I think you understood. <laughs> but uh, I would Are like you to real you dumb. Quick... No, no, no. Um, I would like to real quick just talk about my love of the Let's Play format. Um, because it's one of my weird things. Like, I think that might be like my Roman Empire is my obsession with fucking Let's Plays, specifically Let's Plays of more than one person. Like, first, I've always been very, it's always been very difficult for me to watch Let's Plays that are only of one person. Um, I feel like the conversation element is important, even though I've, there's exceptions. I watched a lot of Chugga Conroy. I've watched a fair amount of Markiplier. Um, but the group ones are, like, really, they're, they're, they're always really good to me. There's just something about the, there's something about the format of just, like, a couple of funny guys sitting down on a couch and playing a video game and like doing this commentary in such a way where it's not just like it, the, the show isn't necessarily about the game. The game is kind of just like an object for like it, it creates comedy and it creates like possible conversation topics, but like it's not overbearing and like it's basically just like kind of a podcast. Um, but it's just like a bunch of funny guys on a couch or like two funny guys on a couch or whatever just having fun playing a video game and just goofing around. That's just, it's a format that I've always appreciated. And especially in recent years, I've become like just autistically devoted to a lot of uh, let's plays in that vein, like game grumps and Oni plays. Um, and of course the best, the best ever let's play series, the unfortunately very short lived monkey and Asperger's gaming expedition, uh, the best let's play channel of all time that unfortunately only had, a uh, couple series before its untimely uh, demise, uh, but the, the, the many more as well. I'm I'm a big let's play aficionado. I'm always down to just listen to a couple goofy guys on a couch play a video game. It's always been a always been a genre that I have a very deep appreciation for. It helped me out in school. That that was my strategy was. Uh, 
uh, because uh, my problem in school with doing work is um, I have this weird thing with my brain where like if I'm in silence, my eyes will naturally wander all around. Like I th- I don't know if it's like this weird innate desire to like confirm that there's no threats around me because I don't have like sound to indicate that like normal things are happening around me. So I'm just like looking around constantly. Um, so I have to have like audio of some kind when I'm doing my work. But like when I would listen to music or podcasts, it would like sometimes I would just kind of get lost in it. Um, so the strategy that I devised was I started watching Let's Plays while I was doing my work. And the idea behind that was I would put the phone where the work was. So there's the video of the game, and like I would want to look down at that occasionally, and that would bring my eyes towards the homework. Um, and since the Let's Plays are uh, more about the people than the game, and I didn't have to glue my eyes to the video at all times, I would work on my shit while I was watching it. And because there was a video there that I was looking back down at for time to time, that was keeping my eyes where the work was, and I was doing my work more. That was my pro strat. Okay. Okay. That's my advice to you out there, kids. If you want to get your <laughs> you want to get your homework done, just watch Let's Plays. It worked for me. With you barely graduating from high school, yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's the reason I barely graduated from high school because the the reason why I got such bad grades is because I never did my homework. And when I was sitting in study hall and course recovery, making up all my assignments. That's what I was doing, was watching Let's Plays in that way so I would pay attention more. So it's, in fact, the reason that I barely passed rather than not passing at all. So, Okay. All right. Sounds kind of cap, but, you know. Yeah, who knows? But uh, was there anything else you wanted to say, Alex, before we call it for the night? Um, not really. I didn't, like, other than the fact that, like, I mean, I'm pretty much said everything about me and YouTube, so. Well, I guess real quick, are there any, like, videos of yours that you're particularly proud of? That I'm particularly proud of? Like, any any, any video that you've ever made that you could pick out of the lineup and be like, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let me go to the channel real quick. Can probably get you a good... You know, honestly... The videos that I'm probably most proud of as of right now are the Pokemon videos that I've been doing. The Scarlet Violet battles with Penguin and a few with you. I really think like I really like that content just because I find it really fun to re- like I find it fun to do. Like it doesn't get the response that I would like on YouTube, but I find it really fun to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, outside of that, um, I would like I, th- I want to say the ones that I'm like that were even more fun than that were probably the Scriblio Pokemon videos that you, me, Jinji, Penguin, uh, and a few other people did the Scriblio videos with Pokemon. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pokemon Scriblios. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. Um, there's that. There's some, there's a few good, uh, tier lists, like Pokemon I could take in a fight. I think you and I did that, right? Wasn't that you and, uh, Gooch Massa? Uh, 
oh, that was. Well, that's my best, per- like, most perform- top-performing video, honestly. It's well, Pokemon I, mean, I my can top take perform- fight. My top-performing video is Breaking Bad DS, which I'm definitely not the most proud of, because I only thought of that video. None of what that video is is me, except for the concept. <laughs> the very vague concept. I simply... I simply heard some music and had a creative idea about it. And then I had a guy who I pay to make videos, bring it to life. Um, but, you know, I'm proud that it did so well. And then it got me so many subscribers. That's cool. <laughs> I, and it's a funny meme, but like. Probably like my my couple of my couple most recent scripted videos, I would say, are probably pretty good. I, I don't know about the Let's Go one. Maybe that one's kind of just meh. Um, but the. The most recent addressing one, your past was pretty good. Was yeah, the really most good. recent one addressing my past was really good, and then the one, uh, the third most recent one, which was in like fucking 2020, because I have made almost no scripted videos, um, is a video called "The Two Almost Perfect 3D Sonic Games," in which I went through the history of 3D Sonic and I talked about the two uh, games that I think are the best ones uh, as I went. Uh, and it was it was a good video, I think. Other than that, uh, I I really like my Reddit videos, even though nobody else does. Um, I think they're always really fun. Well, I don't think I've ever gotten negative reception to them uh, by like people who watch them, but the people who participate in them, because um, all of my friends like hate Reddit, <laughs> um, and d- a lot of them don't like like the reaction content. Um, so they are never enthusiastic about participating in these Reddit videos with me, but I think they're always really fun and hilarious. You were on one of them. You were on two of them, actually. I might have been on two. Yeah. Yeah, because you were on Speaking one, of like, what you were you on, like, super find. long ago, and then you were on one, you were on the most recent, was there, a... yeah, yeah, we did do a Reddit one, because I know we did shirts that go hard, but we also did a Reddit one. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Speaking of things you can find on my YouTube channel, you can check Whoa! out, if you haven't already been listening, you can check out Detour Ahead. Every episode is on the podcast feed, anywhere podcasts are found, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, but if you are someone who listens to podcasts on YouTube and you found this podcast, there is an entire playlist full of all of the Detour Head episodes. So have go you. check it out on the Kolochi YouTube channel. Now that you've plugged your stuff, I have to meekly ask you if I'm allowed to talk a little bit more before we go, because you did. Your your transition, as stunning as it was, did, did step on one more thing I was about to say. <laughs> Riley, where can our listeners find you? Okay, well, I guess I'm not allowed to. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm no insetting you right now. You How's it feel? You're not allowed. No, go anything. ahead. Keep talking. Anyway. Um, just real Keep quick, talking. I wanted go to ahead. say, yeah, there was one more piece of my content I wanted to discuss, which was uh, I just wanted to talk about big guy, little guy, because um, that's obviously that's the most like effort I'm putting towards a YouTube channel right now is big guy, little guy. Um, and I think it's working out super well. I'm actually super proud of what big guy, little guy has become. And really what it has been for a very long time. Um, I think I kind of just, uh, I shrugged it off as kind of just a side thing I was doing for a very long time. Because for a long time it was, 
radically inconsistent. Um, like back when back when we were doing largest issue, we would upload that to Big Guy Little Guy, so that kept the channel like alive, like it kept it active. Um, but there were set. It, it was a Let's Play channel in its original conception. It was going to be we were going to do. Originally, I think we were going to do like daily uploads, and then like one one upload would be the podcast, and then the other six would be let's plays um and then we went down to a less frequent schedule um and then we stopped we would stop doing them entirely for like months at a time there would be months where the only uploads to that channel would be largest issue and i think like we were kind of starting to get back into it already but like when largest issue ended we were like okay this channel this channel was kind of safe from being completely eliminated from the algorithm because we were doing the podcast now that we're not doing the podcast if we don't upload then the channel's gonna die it's not that it's very alive in the first place but like if you have a channel and you don't upload on it for a very long time that kind of i've, I've heard that'll fuck your chances with the algorithm i don't know if that's true um but um i was under that impression uh so uh we started ramping up production um, and eventually Andrew learned to edit, and now our videos are edited there. Um, and I think we've become a really good show. Again, I really appreciate the Let's Play format, which is just a couple goofy guys having a good time playing a video game. And I think me and Andrew have reached the point where I'm super satisfied with our dynamic in that way. Like, I think at the beginning was kind of rough. Um, I think probably for the first even couple years, uh, it was just like, some episodes would be good, some episodes would be kind of nothing. Um, uh, but I think we've really stepped our game up and we've just been kind of consistently hitting it out of the park and we finally reached this consistent rapport that I think like I can, I can hold cause I've always kind of, I've always talked about how I have this dream of like doing a group let's play channel. That's like satisfying. Um, and I've always said that even though I had a big guy, little guy, cause mainly because I want to do one that's in the same room. I feel like that would add a lot to it, and I still feel that way, and I still want to do that someday. Um, but I'm very satisfied with Big Guy, Little Guy as that. Like, I think it is... I have. I think I'm finally producing Let's Play content that I can be super proud of, and I can put... Not not put on the pedestal with, but at least put in the, in the ballpark, in the very large, broad bar ballpark of the Let's Play shows that I enjoy. Um, and I'm, I'm super happy about that. So folks, I guess check out Big Guy Little Guy is the, is the, is the moral of the story. And I guess that's my transition into my plugs. You can find Big Guy Little Guy and also lots of other things. If you go to the description and you click on that link tree, linktr.ee slash Riley Cinematic Universe. It's got all my content, podcasts, YouTube channels, so much things to fill your eyes and your ears with. It's going to be great. Just do it. Just check it out. And that's it. Get out of here. Leave. You know, let's go Thank home. Thank you everybody so much here. for listening to Detour Ahead. I've been Riley. And I've been Alex. <laughs> and we'll see, we'll you, see next you guys week. next Wednesday. Bye.